Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for tonight. We ask for your Holy Spirit to fill this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. I just want to touch quickly on the Give Thyself Holy Conference that is coming up. We've known it always to be ISI, but the name has now changed to Give Thyself Holy. So maybe GTW. Instead of ISI, it's now GTW. The simple reason is this. Anytime people type ISI, they want to log on ISI, then it goes to ISIS. Yeah, and then it's like they connected to ISIS, so Bishop decided to change the name. Yeah, so that's wisdom at work. So uh, the name has now changed to give thyself holy conference. Please take note of that. And every one of you, I'm telling you once again, if you come for midweek service, you are a serious Christian. You are on your way to becoming a pastor. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to register for the conference. Okay, so registration has taken off and you can register. The deadline for payment is 30th of June. The registration, we have the normal registration which is um, $15 or 60 Ghana cities. That's the normal registration. Now, we also have the digital product registration, which is $30 or 120 Ghana cities. Okay. Now, that gives you a 32-gig USB uh, drive of audio and video materials by the bishop. Is it that powerful? Okay, and then also there's the third, which is the Macarius registration, which is either $50 or 200 Ghana CDs. Now you get a library of 40 books written by Bishop Dark Heward Mills. And um, register now by mobile money, uh, bank payment, or you come to the Kodesh and pay. But for us, uh, Reverend Wallace is going to help to make the payments. We sent the video out on different platforms. So if you have received it, you to send it. Send it to other people, your, your sheep. Send it to friends and all over so that the, the message, the word will go out. And I believe that we're going to be blessed. Amen. Right. Do you have your book? Last Sunday, Bishop Intefo composed a song. <laughs> I have my copy. <laughs> You have your copy. I open my copy. You open your copy. What a blessing. What a blessing. <laughs> it's a composition. I tell you. I tell you. So, you have your copy. Do you have your copy? <laughs> Can I see? Lift it up and say, I have my copy. You have your copy. Oh, raise it. I have my copy. You have your copy. I open my copy. You open your copy. I open my copy. 
You open your coffee. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. You open your coffee. Now, listen. Do <laughs> you have your coffee? This is our feeding 527. This is a time that we all open the book and we all look into it. This is a message from our Father, and everyone must have it. Now, lift it up. Let me see. Have my coffee. Come on. You have your coffee. I open my coffee. You open your coffee. I open my coffee. You open your coffee. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. You open Everybody wave your own. Oh. What a blessing. Oh, what a blessing. Come on. What a blessing. You open your coffee. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. We open one more time. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. All right. Turn with me to chapter 3. Last Sunday, we started from chapter 1. We said that the gifts and the calling of God is without repentance. Amen. What does it mean? It means that God doesn't change his mind concerning the gifts that he gives to us. And secondly, he doesn't change his mind concerning the call of God. If he has called you to do something in his house, God is not going to change his mind about it. And that is why Jonah could have another chance. And sometimes not just uh, one chance or two chances or three chances, or, but sometimes 15 chances, 20 chances, even 100 chances. Hallelujah. But the thing is that nobody knows when you will die. So don't joke around with this call. If the Lord is calling you, quickly move and do what you have to do. And we saw why Jonah's life was the way it was. Bible says that he went down to Joppa and he bought the ship and he was going to Tarshish. And he went into the ship and he went down the ship. I mean, his whole life was going down and down and down. As soon as you just go away from the call of God, your whole life is going down. And the Bible says, and he paid the fare. The only time in the Bible that somebody paid the fare to travel somewhere. As soon as you start going away from God, you start paying money. You'll be using money unnecessarily. As an person, have you been using money unnecessarily? Tonight, we want to talk about what it means to walk worthy of your calling. Hallelujah. What does it mean to walk worthy? In other words, walk in a way that is commensurate, isn't it? With the call that you have been called. It's a word. Hallelujah. Now, every position that God gives to you is a privilege. Whoever you are in the church, you are an usher, you are, um, what else? Prayer warrior, you are in the choir, 
you are an instrumentalist, you are with the aquaba, you sweep, whatever you do, it is not only the people who are preaching who are the privileged ones. In fact, sometimes even the ones who are sweeping are more privileged. We wish we could be sweeping and be doing all that work. Don't be there and be saying, eh, eh, eh. some of us, we are always sweeping, 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 sweeping. sweeping. <laughs> Do you know the blessing in that? Jesus said that don't be one who wants to sit at meat. Every time you want to sit at meat. But he that serveth. It's more to be desired. Be one that is serving all the time. You are very privileged. You have no idea. Yeah. Bible says that in the great house there are many vessels. Many vessels. There are some of wood, some of silver, some of gold, whatever. But I tell you, there are things that the gold does that the silver cannot do. There are things that the wood does that the gold cannot do. There are things that the silver does that the wood cannot do. You cannot decide that you fry an egg with a wooden frying pan. Too much. So everyone is a privileged person. Wherever you are. So if that's the case, then walk worthy of your position that you have. Don't just walk anyhow as if you don't understand the call that you have been called. As if you don't understand. It's like you are in the choir. You just live your life anyhow. Sometimes people don't understand that as a choirist, as you stand in front here, people are watching you all the time. Then you are walking in town, you are fighting with people, you are quarreling at your workplace, everybody is your enemy, everybody in your house. Then you get, when you finish, then you wear your choir robe, you put your red tie, then you are coming to church, you are coming to sing. You come and stand here. People watch you and look at that. Walk worthy. Tell somebody, walk worthy of your vocation. Walk worthy. <laughs> it's too powerful. Yeah. And we're going to look at all the things that it means to walk worthy. And uh, we will see whether you are walking worthy or you are just uh, you are just playing around. Ephesians chapter 4. And then let's look at one or two scriptures. So on. Uh-huh. Now we'll be closing from here. From the New American Standard Bible, verse 1. It says that, therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord. Are you a prisoner of the Lord? I, prisoner. <laughs> Implore you to walk in a manner. In a manner. Somebody say manner. Manner means a way. Worthy of the calling with which you have been called. Reverend Golden. With all humility and gentleness. With patience. Showing tolerance for one another in love. And being diligent to preserve the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Wow. Another scripture is in Colossians chapter 1. And verse 10. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 10. Still reading the New American Standard Bible. So that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please Him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all power according to His glorious might. For the attaining of all steadfastness and 
patience joyously. Wow. Wow. Let's add one more scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 and verse 2. 2 Corinthians. I heard somebody say 2 Corinthians. It's not Corinthians. It's Corinthians. Verse 1 and 2, chapter 4. Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced the things hidden because of shame and walking in craftiness or adulterating the word of God, but by the manifestation of truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Amen. You know, one of the ways by which you can really help yourself as you look at this thing, how to walk worthy, is to probably look at maybe the case of marriage. Yeah. Like somebody who doesn't deserve. I mean, you are there, young lady, nobody is proposing to you. All the men, they look at you, then they pass. Yeah. It's like somebody say, I say, fan. <laughs> Standing fan, very kind. It just goes. Uh, it doesn't stay there. It just goes. <laughs> so, when they look at you, they, they turn away. They don't look at you. And they all bypass you and go, and other people are getting married. You are there. Now, one day, somebody sees you. One day. And the person says, Charlie, you fight, pa. I did believe you, sister. If you know, I won't marry. Hey, what a day. What a day of rejoicing that will be when we all see Jesus. We will sing. And shout the victory. So this one is not when we see Jesus. When we see the beloved. What a day of rejoicing. I see somebody's beloved coming. <laughs> now, so, we need to understand what it means to walk worthy. When we have this understanding. I mean, such a person, do you think that you will just live your life anyhow? You will not because you realize that Charlie, me now, I was gnashing. Do you know gnashing? Gnashing means you are struggling. It's not easy. And then somebody decides that he wants to marry you. Will you just live your life anyhow? You will live in a certain way. That's how to look at it. If you want to understand it. You know, and, and, and Bishop says here that you need to understand why you must walk worthy. First of all, you must walk worthy because it is a privilege. Yeah. To be chosen. Others were not chosen and you were chosen. It's a privilege. Others were not saved. You were saved. Others were not called to do that work. You were called to do that work. It is a privilege. And just because of that, there's a way 
you must live yourself. And he said in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 1, he said, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. In other words, don't faint. Don't faint quickly. You are a wife. A lady that nobody wanted to marry, and this man has married you. Now, every night when a man comes, he will say, I'm tired. Uh, what kind of life is that? In the night, the reason for which you have been married. There are children here, so I can't say certain things. <laughs> the reason for which you have been chosen. And the reason for which you have been employed. And the reason for which we have brought you to our house. The reason for which we have done a wedding for you. The reason for which we have done all these plenty things. We have invited people and we have brought you. That reason. You have come to the house. And now you must perform that thing. You said I am tired. Come on. Come on. Where is that person? Where is that person? Is that person here? At the back. The people are not in the church. They are not moving at all. Are you with us at the back? Check the nearest sister sitting by you. Whether that, that sister is that kind of sister. So, Paul said that seeing that we have obtained mercy. That we didn't deserve it all. That we have obtained mercy. He said we faint not. We cannot be tired. How can I be tired? How can I say I'm tired? I can't do so winning again. I can't do the work of God. One day my wife went to witness with somebody and was taking the person, bringing the person to church all the time. One day she went to the person. When he arrived, the person looked and said, Me, hey, Tommy, Jesus, hey, Tommy, Jesus, hey, hey, Tommy, Jesus, hey. Now you are tired of Jesus. The one who saved you. You were on your way to hell. And he saved you today. Hey, Tommy, Jesus, hey. As the next person, hey, Tommy, Jesus, hey, oh, you are. Tell somebody it is a privilege. Hmm. Number two, you must understand who, why you must work worthy. Because you have a limited season of opportunity. It is not there forever. This is what applies to the Levites. From 25 years old and upward, they shall enter to perform service in the work. Of the tent of meeting. Numbers 8, verse 24. Can somebody read it? Numbers 8, verse 24. They give us only verse 25 here, but I like from verse 24. Yes. Uh huh. Numbers chapter 8, from verse 24. What does it say? This is that, this is it that belongeth unto the Levites. This is what belongs to the Levites. From 20 and 5 years old and upward. Yes. They shall go in to wait upon the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. Yes. And from the age of 50 years, yeah. they shall cease waiting upon the service thereof. Mercy, Lord. And shall serve no more. Shall I check your age? Hold on here. <laughs> How many years do you have left? How many people are below 25? Let me see by wave of your hand. Below 25. Wow. Okay, we have we have 
young people we have. So just know that your time is here. In fact, recently Bishop had a camp and the theme of the camp was ready at 20. So we have even brought it down to 20. So people who are 20 years, whatever, it's time to start. Don't say I'm waiting for 25. Yes. No, no, no. This one actual age, not football age. Actual age. Yes. Now, how many are between 25 and 50? Give me a wave of your hand. Majority of us. Right. So, we are all in the working age. Workforce. That means that, listen, we should be doing more than we are doing all. Because there's a time coming where you cannot be doing this thing again. Now, check your age. That's what I'm saying. Some of you don't need, you, don't, you need to just check your age. For some of you, you are closer to the 50 than... Uh... <laughs> How many have gone above the 50? Let me see. Maybe they will not see. Okay. Yeah. So, if you have gone above and you are still around, it's a grace period. It's a blessing. Oh, yeah. It's a blessing. When I see people like Lady Pastor Philippa, who is here, you know, and other people who are above 50 doing, I mean, it's such a blessing. Such a blessing. So, God gives us up to 50. Some people don't get to the 50, they die. See, because you tell yourself, oh, 50, dear, a quiet woman. But who tells you that you are going to live up to the 50? We have a limited time. That is why whatever you have to do, walk worthy of it. They have married you and they have brought you to the house. So I'm waiting small so that I'll be, I'm warming up into the marriage. Is that how to warm up into the marriage? They will sack you from the house. You hit the ground running. As soon as you enter the marriage from day one, even the man on the wedding day, as the man, uh, the man of God is saying, do you take this one to be? I do. I do. Because he, he wants to get to the night of the wedding and start business. And you are saying that I'm warming up. No, there are some people at the back. I don't know whether they are part of the church. So whatever we say, they are not part of it. Mm. Number three. Why you must walk worthy? You must walk worthy because the grace of God has worked for you. Yeah, Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. So he said that even though I was the least of all the apostles, he said, yet I labored more abundantly. Then he said, yet not I, but the grace of God labored for me. The grace that we have is a grace that labors. It's a grace for labor. So when you don't make use of this grace, when you stand before God, you will have yourself to blame. He gave us the grace to where Bible says that God is able to make all grace. That means grace for singing. He's able to make it available. God is able to make all grace available unto you. That you having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Every good work. Grace to be an usher. Grace to be in the worship team. Grace to serve in the house of God. Every grace, God can make it available for you. 
Now, when he makes this grace available and you don't use it, that is why you must walk worthy. Tell somebody, walk worthy. Mm. I am telling you, there's grace. Let's use the grace. Tell somebody, use the grace. Many people stay away from ministry because they do not know what they are calling is. Some simply do not have the opportunity to work in the church. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Now, we have an opportunity to serve here. There are some places they don't have the opportunity to serve. Hmm. And number four, it is more natural to live the life of an unbeliever than to serve God. How many know that one? It is more natural. You, you will naturally live the life of an unbeliever than to serve God. A lot of people naturally, I mean, you yourself, ask yourself, how many times do you, you feel like reading your Bible? You feel like praying? You feel like, count the number of times you felt like that. Even the church that you are here, did you even feel like coming? If it wasn't for the fact that you will not be here. <laughs> it is because of that. That's why you are seated here. So naturally, we live the life of an unbeliever. Naturally, you will want to insult. Naturally, you will like to fight. Naturally, you like to revenge. But that thing was for Satan. But now you are using it for your fellow. Or chest you are chest. When you do, I will chest you right now. Yeah, then you tell him that it's a Christian song. How does one live like an unbeliever? Right there in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 17. It says, So this I say and affirm together with the Lord that you walk no longer just as the Gentiles or as the unbelievers. How do they walk? They walk, number one, in the futility of their mind. Futility of their mind. Just thinking, futile thinking. Being what? Darkened in their understanding and then excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance in them. Three things. Anybody walking as an unbeliever, number one, he walks in the futility of his mind. The way their mind works, they just think in a certain way and they flow naturally in that way. But you know that this is our natural mind. It doesn't think correctly. That's what the Bible says. Renew your mind. Do not be conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. In other words, take the word and overhaul. Yes. Change the way you think. Because the way you think is bad. Yeah. If we left you to think the way you want to think. But now you'll be sleeping with sisters all over the place. By now you'll be at the Agbala place. You know that there are some people, they feel that, oh, as I'm coming to church, you know, I should be able to also go 
I should be able to come to church and also go to the world. And so there are some people they come to church, but they also go something under the bed. Oh, I didn't that's the normal way of thinking. That's how you would like to think. And there are a lot of people in the church like that. Even as we are seated here. Oh no, the other day one guy, small boy, about 19 years, he came to see me. He said, Reverend, those days, he said, Prophet, pray for me. I said, what should I pray about? He said, eh, eh, my friend and I, eh, we say we want money. So, somebody said, we should go to the western region. There's somebody there, he can help us to get money. Eh? So they sat on the bus, they went to the western region. When they arrived there, somebody saw them and said, Oh, you want a place where they can do something so you get money? This is not a place. I bought a rich here. So they sat on the bus. And they went to water. And they had somebody to join them in the bus. Oh, I know a place. I'll go with you. The guy said they arrived there at midnight. Can you believe it? Midnight. When they arrived there, the place was a thick forest. And the guy said the man is inside the forest. Let's go. Can you believe they went? Yeah. Now, sad people, you tell them, come for all night. So I'm tired. You are tired. Your your mouth like you are tired. <laughs> My house is far. Uh, come for weekday self. Uh, if you can't close at uh, at whatever the media, I, I can't come. Can't you see other places they close early? You, you are mad. You don't understand what has happened to you. Twelve midnight, they walked through the forest and they went to see the man. I said, hey, who's wrong? Small boy. As I look at the boy, small boy. He and his friend, they followed the guy. They went, mm, so whether this guy is a, a whatever, whatever, you followed him. That's what the Bible says. The love of man is the root of all evil. They followed the guy, went to the place. When they arrived there, the man told them to do certain things. But when he came back, he thought about it and saw that no. Uh, foolishness. So, futility of the, of the mind. He decided that no, he will not do this. So, he, that thing that he said freaked me. He said, so he called the Akbala man. <laughs> the guy has a mobile phone in the forest there. Chame, chame, wo off air, chame, air wo forest. So he called the guy, and the guy picked up the phone. He told the guy that no, he's no longer interested. He doesn't. The man told him that listen, if your friend, your friend must also agree that he will not do it. But if your friend still wants to do it, there's nothing I can do. So he went to see his friend. The friend said, already he will do it. Now the guy was afraid. He has come to see me. I said, look at that. I should pray for him. But you see, I realize that such people are in the church. A way of thinking. Like you have a wife, but you feel that oh, I, should, I should have a spare time. <laughs> 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 I 
there is a way of thinking. That's how unbelievers think, isn't it? Yeah. Unbelievers, that's how their mind works. Oh, it's a normal way of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So I say, oh, we want to pray. Come. Recently, I was in a church and one man of God, as he was preaching, he said that some people, they don't pray. They are there. He said, listen, you are just like my dog in the house because my dog too doesn't pray. <laughs> you, you cannot be a Christian who doesn't pray. But it's a way of thinking. And that's how some people think in the futility of their minds. Yeah. Think, let's stake Lotto. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do that. Cha cha. This, that. That's, that's. Super bet. Some of you, even you want to, you want to try Sakawa. Futility. And secondly, he said, they have their understanding darkened. In other words, your understanding is dark. <laughs> now, look at it this way. If you are in a room and all the light has been switched off, no direction. You only be doing guesswork. You'll be touching here. Yeah? yeah. And everything will just be. So you will find that unbelievers, that's how their mind works. It's all guesswork. They don't try and error. Yeah. That's why people like Darwin can say things like the world came out of explosion. Big bang theory. Because oh, his understanding is darkened. He doesn't have revelation. When, when somebody receives revelation, something changes about the person. Yeah. Revelation, light, immediately comes and all of a sudden, understanding. You begin to understand a whole lot of things. The world doesn't have it. Unbelievers don't have it. So they just guess. Even a car. I mean, how foolish can you be? Even a car. How can you say that Mercedes-Benz? You are just there, no. Pam! Mercedes-Benz appear. Even Mercedes-Benz, we don't believe that it can appear just like that. How much more a human being? A human being that has nose, has these complex systems running through you. Blood vessels, eh, Krebs cycle, acetyl-CoA, acetyl-whatever. All these cycles are operating even for the blood to flow. Go. Vessels take it away. Vessels bring it back. This, iota, uh, whatever, uh, veins. This. All these things operating in you. You said it came out of a bank. Ah. Your, your, your mind, your understanding is darkened. That's why you talk like that. Yeah. When you don't walk worthy of your vocation or your calling, that's how you think. Like an unbeliever. Yeah. The whole world just came out of a bank. And then lastly, it says that what? You will be what? Is a what? Excluded from the life of God. Yeah, that one is... 
Charlie, to be excluded from the life of God here. That means that God is not a part of whatever you are doing. You are left to yourself. You, 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 you do things in your own way, whatever, no direction. Please, I, I don't know how my life will be without God. Can you imagine your life without God, my dear? This life of God, which is the life of me, share. This life of God, which has brought a certain joy and change. This life of God, which is better, far better, is a better life. It's a sweet life. And I like living this kind of life. This life, I don't want to be excluded from this life. I don't know about you. Do you want to be excluded from this life? This life of blessing? This life of breakthrough? This life of miracles? This life where you have peace of mind? This life that you are not worried about whether you have to go and use condom or you, you have to wear uh, 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 whatever, take pills or whatever. But this life that you are walking in the peace of mind, you are not worried about anything. You are not anxious about anything. But rather in everything by prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, you make your request made known to God. The peace of God that passes all understanding is keeping your heart and your mind. Oh, I love this life. I don't want to exchange this life for anything else. I love living this kind of life. I want to live this kind of life. I don't want to live any kind of life. I like this life. It's a good life. It's a sweet life. It's a better life. Jesus said, I am come that you have my, you might have life and have it more abundantly. He said, this life which I live, I live it by the faith of the Son of God who died and he gave himself for me. I love this life. What kind of life is this? It's a good life. I want to live this life. I don't know about you. What kind of life do you want to live? Oh, that is why we are going to walk worthy. That is why we're going to walk worthy of the Lord. We're going to ensure that our lives we're walking worthy. May you walk worthy. Your understanding shall not be darkened. You shall not walk in the futility of your mind. You will not be excluded from the life of God. I see you enjoying better life. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands together and stand to your feet. Oh, when we walk with the Lord in the light of His word. What a glory he sheds on our way. While we do his good will, he abides with us still. And with all who
up your voice and begin to talk to God. Tell the Lord that he should help you to walk worthy of this calling. That you will not take it for granted. That you will see that you have received mercy. Pray. Thanking him for the privilege. The privilege of being called his son, his daughter. The privilege of of serving in the house of God the privilege of singing in the house of God the privilege of doing something pray that you shall walk worthy you shall walk worthy you shall walk worthy oh may we walk worthy of this call Lord we ask for more grace oh yes may we know that our time is limited that Lord we shall walk worthy we shall walk worthy. We shall walk worthy of this call. We bless you, Lord. We thank you, O God. Help us. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. Oh, we bless you. We thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Tonight, with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe somebody invited you to church. But you are not born again. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. Tonight, God is calling you. He says it's time to surrender your heart to him. Tonight, wherever you are, you know you are not born again. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. You don't know where you will be when you die, whether you are going to heaven or hell. But you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my heart to Jesus. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want to be born again. Just lift up your right hand. I'm praying with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bless you for salvation. We give you glory. Now, I also want to pray for you. Maybe you are not doing anything in the house of God, but you sense that God is calling you to do something, to serve in his house. There are many things you can do. You can dance, you can serve, you can usher, you can sing, many things. Tonight, if you're also here like that, you want to do something in the house of God. You want to help. You feel God is calling you to do something and do his work. If you're there like that, also lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. Let it go up. You want to do something for the Lord. God bless you. Let it go up. Let it go up. Let it go up. Tonight, God is calling you. Don't just be in the church and warm the pew. You can do something. God bless you. Lift up your right hand. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. Let it go up. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Come to me in front here. I'm going to pray with you. Come to me in front here. Come. God bless you. Come all the way. God bless you. Clap for them as they come. Yes. Yes. Lift up your hands. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for these ones, Lord. Touch them. Your word says that you are able to make all grace 
abound towards us that we having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work let your grace abound towards them cause them will go to work in your house let a new grace a new anointing come upon them to serve you and to do your will in the name of jesus may they walk worthy of this call we bless you and we thank you in jesus name we pray amen we believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the kodesh lighthouse chapel international for further inquiries please call 030-7010-444 that's 030-7010-444 god richly bless you